Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are about to listen to a Beyond the Wheel mini-pod. Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast and part two of the Origins of RVing series that we're working on. And if you missed the first podcast, I'll link to it in the show notes, but it was all about William Murray and how he became really the father of camping in America. And after the Civil War, he basically um, started talking a lot about the outdoors, spent a lot of time in the outdoors himself, ended up publishing a book called Adventures in the Wilderness or Camp Life in the Adirondacks in 1869 and basically started the trend that we know as recreational camping. And in the future, this leads to RVing. We're not quite there yet, but we're, we're still on camping but as this trend was starting in America, of course, there has to be controversy because nothing new comes without controversy and camping is no different. So along with the issue of slavery, Americans were also struggling with the rights and equalities of women in this country. Even though women were not granted the right to vote until 1920, the fight for equality and the work by certain men to suppress that equality was alive and well in the 1860s. Even camping became a controversial topic to some. And so going back to William Murray, he was a strong advocate for women's rights and believed that camping should be open to all genders. In fact, he argued that the outdoors could provide an equalizing force between men and women and create a sense of solidarity among them. He wrote extensively on how women were capable of more than just domestic chores and urged them to embrace nature as a means of self-improvement. He saw camping and outdoor activities as an opportunity for women to develop greater physical and mental strength and create a sense of agency. Murray believed that such experiences would ultimately help cultivate the true spirit of democracy in the U.S., and it was so important during this time period, um, you know, just post-Civil War, for this to occur. And so he was a pioneer in the movement for gender equality in the outdoors. Unfortunately, not all men thought this way, sort of a a person that's referred to a lot, a man that's referred to a lot as being negative on women uh, being in the outdoors was a man named Thomas Bangs Thorpe. And he was a contemporary of William Murray. He was an outspoken critic of recreational camping in America. And specifically, he argued against women participating in camping activities because he believed the physical an emotional strain it put on them would eventually lead to disease and death. 
He argued that camping exposed women to danger from wild animals, bad weather, and rough terrain. Furthermore, he argued this type of outdoor activity was improper for women as it required them to partake in manual labor and activities more suited for men. Thorpe's opinion did not prevail, and William Murray encouraged all people, including women, to take part in camping adventures and enjoy the beauty of nature. To me, it sounds like Thomas Thorpe was a um, women should be in the house taking care of the kids and cooking the meals, and all the fun stuff should be for men. Um, You know, nowadays, and we'll talk about this in a few minutes, but nowadays, there are a lot of women solo campers, a lot of women hikers, solo hikers that are way tougher than I'll ever be and way more skilled in outdoor activities. It's not necessarily the gender that suits you for the outdoors. It's how well you, how much you enjoy it and how much you learn about it that makes you great at it. So one woman that was very much anti Thomas Thorpe, I would say, is a lady named Kate Fields. She was an American journalist and travel writer who actively encouraged women to participate in the recreational camping experience. Following Murray's lead, she urged women to get outdoors and see the beauty of nature. To achieve this goal, Field organized tours to various campsites around the United States where accommodations for women campers were provided. She also wrote articles in magazines and newspapers encouraging women to take part in camping, emphasizing the health benefits of being exposed to nature. Fields' advocacy for women campers helped increase their participation, which eventually led to more campsites becoming available with facilities specifically designed for female campers. On one adventure, and probably the the most famous one, if you go back and read the newspapers from back in those days, was Kate Field and three other women ventured into the Adirondacks for two weeks. It was just the three women alone. They carried all their supplies, including fishing supplies, guns, and ammo. And the women coined themselves the Black Fly Club because in the Adirondacks, I guess during certain times of year, the black flies are really bad. And so they were there during that time and they got to experience the discomfort that can be caused by black flies. So they also brought food and had a diet of what Kate Field said was flapjacks and maple syrup, but they also had venison and trout that they acquired themselves in this two-week camping trip. Although they had detractors, they had a very successful trip. And this was in 1869, around the same time as William Murray's popularity. She considered herself one of Murray's fools, a term for those early camping adopters who traveled to the Adirondacks because of Murray's books that that we mentioned in uh, part one of this series. So based on this adventure, Fields, um, of course, being a journalist, uh, developed a lecture and hit the travel circuit describing the adventures of the Black Fly Club. A New York Times article in 1871 quoted her as saying, it is preferable for a woman to travel alone in the backwoods than from city to city. Her efforts in thwarting the opinion that women should not camp, especially alone, was successful in getting an increased number of women to, try, to take a try at camping in the Adirondack specifically. 
Kate Field did make several controversial comments at the time about camping, particularly surrounding the participation of women. She argued that camping was beneficial for women's physical and mental health and allowed them to explore the world in a way previously closed off to them. She also highlighted that certain outdoor activities, such as fishing or hunting, were traditionally seen as manly activities and that women should not be excluded and women should not be excluded from participating. Her comments sparked debate but ultimately helped open up the world of camping to more people. In particular, her advocacy for female campers meant they could enjoy outdoor activities without feeling like they had to conform to the traditional gender roles or stereotypes. By helping turn recreational camping into a popular pastime, Kate Field has made a lasting contribution to the outdoor community. As I ponder camping and RVing today, there are plenty of solo women campers and RVers. There are also groups of women with no men that enjoy camping, RVing, and the outdoors in general. It is hard to believe that just 150 years ago, there were such negative opinions about women being in the wilderness alone. My wife, Julie, in fact, has spent several days and nights in the woods with a handful of other women that she hikes with. They call themselves the crew, actually. Not not quite the Black Fly Club, but the crew is, um, is her group of women that she likes to go out and explore with. And this is the norm in modern times. We owe a a debt of gratitude to the brave advocates like William Murray and Kate Field for going against the grain so long ago so that the outdoors could be enjoyed by all. While William Murray and Kate Field were the main figures in the early development of recreational camping and also inclusivity in camping, they weren't alone in their efforts. Other writers, activists, and travelers all advocated for camping as a pastime, helping create a cultural shift that would eventually lead to its acceptance by mainstream society. From building infrastructure to encouraging people back out into nature, the work of these early camping pioneers helped establish camping as one of America's favorite outdoor activities. So as we move forward in the series, um, the next one, I think I said this at the end of the first one, but uh, I felt that the gender equality in camping was an important thing to highlight. But now we're going to move into car camping and Henry Ford with his pals Harvey Firestone and Thomas Edison, among others, establishing uh, car camping, really the first RVing um, that we that we have. And this is the early 1900s. So stay tuned. And part three of this series, we'll talk about Uh, Ford and the Vagabonds, as they were called, doing their summer camping trips by uh, Ford vehicles. So uh, that's it for this episode. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Please leave comments and let us know what you think about these episodes. And we'll talk to you next week. Safe travels, everybody. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.